Hello, welcome to Myelopathy Matters, the official podcast of the charity myelopathy.org, where we talk all things degenerative cervical myelopathy from the perspective of the professionals, the researchers, and the people living with myelopathy. I'm Ben Davies, neurosurgeon scientist and a founder of myelopathy.org. I'm Ewan Sadler, a person with DCM and also a founder of myelopathy.org. This is Myelopathy Matters. So welcome back. We are turning our attention to the number one priority for degenerative cervical myelopathy, raising awareness. Yeah, so, so important. If there's one thing everyone with DCM has in common is that they have never heard of it before they have the condition. And it's not just the general public, but the healthcare professionals as well. But recognising a problem is perhaps the easy part. Solving that challenge, that raising awareness, is quite another proposition. And today's guest, Jay Canterbridge, someone living with DCM, is taking a very unique approach. Hi, Jay, and welcome to Malopathy Matters podcast. How are you today, mate? Hello, you and hello, Ben. I'm fine. Thank you very much. How are you guys? Yeah, all good. All good during Wales. Yeah, all good also. Thanks so much for coming on. I guess we should start by hearing more about this project of yours, which is completely unique, I would say. Yeah, I uh, take it from that you're referring to my lovely library bus. Exactly, we are. So tell us a little bit about what that library bus is and what you're trying to do with it. Awareness of myelopathy is somewhat lacking in the general population. It's something I was a bit shocked to discover having had my own emergency surgery in January 2021. So I wanted to come up with a way to help you guys spread the word, which began with the slogan of On Borrowed Spine, as you'll recall. That has, over the last two years, morphed into an opportunity where a friend who found out he has stage four spine cancer as a result of me pushing the on borrowed spine message bought a library bus for me to convert into a motorhome slash pop-up t-bar so it can get out to events and put out grassroots awareness for myelopathy like you're saying you know this the awareness side of things that we really need to push so what has really motivated you to do this jay I'm the kind of person, uh, uh, if life gives you lemons, I'll suck them. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like I can't sit around and just sort of wallow about how bitter things are. Although, obviously, like everybody who goes through the emergency surgery, I do have my lows. Yeah. But I've always got to try and find a positive. And when I find out there's an underdog and a cause worth fighting for, I go full on for it. There's just something inside of me that says you've just got to keep going because there's something better around the corner. Uh, yeah. So when you can sink your teeth into something that helps you feel like better really is around the corner, then you go hell for leather, or at least I do as a neurodivergence anyway. When I spoke to Jay for the first time, I could see him in me sort of, you know, like you said, you can either sort of wallow and get depressed and think, right, you know, I've got this condition uh, and that's the, that's the end all of everything. If you look at it as a different path, yeah, where you can sort of help other people, that's the incentive. We can make a difference to other people as well. 
I have to say, Jay, when you when I you and first told me about that slogan you created, I just thought that was absolutely perfect. You know, it cuts through to the heart of ultimately what we're trying to do here, which is bring forward diagnosis. Because ultimately, if you diagnose this condition at the right time, that leads to surgery before there's you know lasting problems and and everything's better. But it it is so difficult. But I was just picking up on your friend there, who's, who's you know helped you get this bus together. It was interesting that it was almost immediately that we can see that slogan cut through to him as an individual, because I guess his situation also difficult. Um, but there was a message there that really cut through to him immediately. He'd been having some issues where he'd been having some falls, some other changes as well. Once I was pushing the onboard spine and going like, I can't believe how common this is. And yet none of us know about it. So do not ignore the signs. Otherwise, you're going to end up like me. He went off and did that and got diagnosed. You know, it was the trigger to send him off. And that's why I'm so eager to get the message out there. It's like, look, you know, don't just sit there rubbing your hands saying, oh, I feel a bit tingly today. Get down Mm -hmm. to doctors. See if that's a problem. We can't really push it enough that sort of early diagnosis and treatment in anything really is key. So, Jay, do you hope this project on borrowed spine is going to have benefits sort of wider than just myelopathy? Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. First of all, it'll act as a signposting vehicle for people to check their uh, spine condition to, to ensure that they're not actually just assuming they're getting old and they're mm-hmm. actually addressing what that deterioration that's causing them to think they're aging. Also, beyond that, you get people who will just kind of go, well, maybe there's something with other things. And so, uh, you know, first of all, if we get people walking away questioning their spine, and anything related to it. And secondary, if we just get them walking away questioning, like, hmm, what other things am I uh, taking for granted as being normal for my age? Mm. It's for me, for example, my unsteadiness and everything. I'm the kind of person who likes to have, uh, you know, a can or two with my dinner in the evening. And if I would walk my previous dog, Ellie, out of an evening, having even drunk half a can, I'd be like, oh, God, that's gone right to my head because I'd I'd be like a bit wobbly and and I think, oh, what a lightweight I am these days. No, that was one of my symptoms and that was one that was going on for quite a while. If we get people to question the little things, maybe we can prevent more of the big things. There's been a sort of, I think a mindset is we've tried to, tackle this awareness you know challenge i think you know education professionals is is obviously a goal of ours but it's difficult to tell them at the moment what to look out for and i think trying to sink more of that message of you know just challenge yourself that something might not be right and be your best advocate i know that japan for example which have benefits from a having witnessed or experienced a much older population for a longer time they've got big public health campaigns now to make people question that idea that oh, you're just getting older, you know, that label of, oh, it must be because I'm getting older or I've had a can or two, you know, and think actually is something different. Do I need to do something about it? I think getting that message across is going to be really, really important here. Well, a sign of aging is a sign of deterioration, which is a sign of something that maybe needs attention. Generations and generations are going, oh, they've just got to that point of life. And it's like, no, no. You know, it's let's keep hold of as much quality of life as we can. 
So let's get into the details of the bus. Where are you up to on the bus? What's your uh, sort of next step? I don't know about you, Ewan, um, but prior to surgery, I was uh, I was much more capable. I was much more active. Um, I, you know, I was doing festivals, and I was able to, you know, build things relatively quickly. And so, in my head, I can still do that bus yeah. in a week. Yeah, yeah. Here I am a year later, and I'm still trying to do it. Hence why I launched the fundraiser, because I think really I've got to hand it over to some professionals and say, here's what I was trying to build. Um, you know, can we work together and, and sort this out? So where I'm at in terms of with the buses, I'm just looking for help. You know, yeah. it's uh, people could offer help financially through the fundraiser or practically, you know. So if you're near to the Cambridge Newmarket area and you're able to offer practical skills, um, maybe you've got workshop, maybe it's your business, <laughs> you know, then they're the kinds of things that, we, that I need really because once the interior is done, T-Bar is pop-up by nature that's that can all be done in the gazebo there's need to get the uh, interior to a point where it's uh, comfortable for this year and then i can work on the bit bigger things for next year if anybody is able to assist you can go to my gofundme page just look for on borrowed spine and you'll find on borrowed spine a bus conversion with a mission uh everything's listed there but imagine a a, a lorry that needs fitting out and uh, that's where we're at. We're going to be watching closely. And if there's anything that we can do to help, uh, you must, of course, let us or the charity charity know. But I know with sort of, you know, I'm not an expert and it's sort of a fast learning and I'll try and do. One of the key things people talk about with any kind of awareness initiative is what's the action that you want that person to do once they come to see you? know, What are you going to be trying to persuade people to do having been to your bus? Essentially, if they feel that they can match uh, one or more of the more serious uh, signs, then I want them to go and see their GP instantly. I envisage that people will come over, you know, primarily for tea. Then they'll see, you know, a few slogans dotted about the place and some info on the table and, you know, the exhibition rack with uh, leaflets to take away and that will engage get people engaging in conversation i think conversation is the key thing because if somebody has a conversation and it doesn't actually kind of relate to them directly but they're thinking in the back of their mind elsie you know my next door neighbor or or whatever you know and they want to go back and then talk to somebody else about their symptoms these are all the kinds of wins that we can have so you know obviously the worst case scenario would be like no mate you need to get an ambulance you need to be going to emergency mri asap to somebody going away saying thank you very very much you know i know exactly now what to say to uncle john or or whatever or, you know you've been really helpful get them going away and having further conversations. That's the only way to really spread a message. Yeah, I totally agree. I've been in, um, well, Esther's Coffee Breaks uh, are really, really uh, popular at the moment. And, you know, you come out of there, and I've spoken as Esther in the past about it, and it's like therapy. 
because you're in a situation where you're relaxed, you enjoy, and you've got people, like-minded people around you who can understand what you're on about, you know, can relate to your symptoms, it's a much easier sort of a foundation to turn around and start asking questions. And I think the worst thing in the world is having a condition and not knowing what it is. Is that not knowing? Absolutely. You know, the only way we can get people knowing is literally from grassroots up, and that begins with seeding a notion with them. You know, we, we plant a seed with many people and we get the discussions going and the more discussions that are had, the more people will realise we're not alone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, Jay, we wish you all the very best. Such an important project, you know, and I'll give you as much of a hand as I possibly can. Just remind us again, how can people follow your progress and pledge your support? Okay, well, uh, if you head over to gofundme.com, you can use the search bar and just search for Unborrowed Spine, and you will find hashtag Unborrowed Spine, a bus conversion with a mission. Uh, From that point, you can either contact me by sending me a message through the page if you want to sort of help with services or materials or or anything like that. Otherwise, you can make a financial donation uh, directly to the page. Also, my name's quite unique, uh, Jay Canterbridge. I am the only one in the world. Some will say, thankfully. <laughs> but uh, yeah, though, so, I'm quite open about what I do when it's related to my health, uh, including my mental health. So if people want to know more, they can follow me on Facebook as well. So please uh, do spare a pound or two if you can. Go fund me on Borrowed Spine. Brilliant. Well, it's been great to talk to you, uh, Ewan, and uh, Ben as well. It's great to finally um, meet you in voice. Hopefully in a bus over a cup of tea, Jay, will be the next step at some point. Oh, absolutely. Because one of the things that would be good uh, from time to time would actually be to have professionals like yourselves uh, there uh, at you know relevant events wherever it's possible so that you can actually press the flesh directly with uh with the public that's a seed that i'll leave to grow for now <laughs> i find it so humbling meeting people like jay like you ewan who in the face of such adversity have been able to turn those lows into a motivation to make a difference Jay's been sort of messaging me back and forth with the onboard spine for a while, and he's been throwing some great ideas out there. And I think, you know, you've got to be in a position where you take a negative and turn it into a positive. I think you look back at, you, you know, your journey, and you think, hang on a minute, I don't want that to happen to, you know, anybody else. So in the future, my sort of main goal would be, and yours probably as well, is malopathy would be a sort of thing of the past. Absolutely. I mean, it's, I think it is all, all of our goals, really. And at this stage, it, it starts with more and more people taking that message forward, as Jay says, starting those conversations, be it in the public, with patients, with professionals. And I'm just fascinating because, you know, I, I watch, but I don't, you know, truly know seeing all those darkness that people can often experience after this sort of diagnosis in long term. You know, presumably it's not everybody who can who can take those negatives, turn them into positives and, and do things like you and Jay. You know, presumably some people want to leave this behind. 
Um, but, you know, the message we, you, we've got to get out there is that everybody can make a small, you know, even if it's a, a, a small sort of difference, it all adds up. You know, that we, it's all about networking. You know, I've got an OG through um, doing my awareness campaign. Like, Meet you for the first, you and Matt for the first time. Because, you know, you don't know who has got the same goals as you until you're out there actually doing your thing and making a difference. If there's anybody out there who is really struggling with this condition, sort of advice would be do something, make a difference. And it's so it's so rewarding to have someone turn around you and go, thank you for the help. Do you think there's more that we could be doing to help find these people, to help empower them to, to take those steps? Without social media, if anybody wants to get involved, you can reach out to me, youwenatmalopathy.org, or message us on Facebook if you want to be a volunteer, if you want to help us in any way. You know, we're always looking for that help. Once you start doing things and you, you know, you have people coming around to you and saying, thank you for your help, you know, I wouldn't have been able to do this. It's, it's like, uh, for example, I mentioned Esther with her uh, virtual coffee breaks. You know, she finds it so empowering, you know, that she's helped so many people on that coffee break where people on the coffee break have come on there and, you know, they're a bit down. And at, at the end of the coffee break, they're all having a laugh, all having a giggle. They're forgetful that, you know, 20 minutes they are on the coffee break, but they've got malopathy. You know, that, that, that is so, you know, that is something special. A final thank you to Jay Canterbridge for joining us. Remember, just search On Borrowed Spine on GoFundMe to follow his journey and offer your support. This was Myelopathy Matters from myelopathy.org. The podcast, as always, produced by Carl Homer from Cambridge TV. To keep up to date with the latest in the field of degenerative cervical myelopathy, why not subscribe on your favourite podcast app, where you'll also find all of our previous episodes. There's lots more information and support to be found at myelopathy.org. But if you have a question want to get in touch, do email me, ben at myelopathy.org.